Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It's Thursday, October 6th, and uh, I'm your host, Eric Steven, and it is officially uh, playoff, se- playoff season. Excuse me. Um, the regular season is over. Uh, the Dodgers uh, play next in the division series, which doesn't start until uh, five days from now on um, Tuesday, October 11th. Um, so we have some time. Uh, so today's episode is mostly going to be about sort of celebrating uh, the regular season, which was a record-setting one for the Dodgers. And yeah, it was um, it was a good season overall. I don't know how else to say it. Um, so they won on Wednesday um, in the series finale, the season finale, snapped a three-game losing streak uh, to the Rockies. Um, they they won Wednesday to win their. 111th game, uh, which is a franchise record, of course. It is the second most wins ever by a National League team. Um, it is the tied for the fourth most uh, wins by a Major League team. Uh, the Cleveland in 1954 also won 111 in, uh, in fewer games. Um, the 06 Cubs, the 2001 Mariners, um, each one 116. That's the 1906 Cubs, in case you were uh, re- misremembering and thought they may have done that in 2006. No, it was 1906. But And then the 1998 Yankees won 114. So this Dodger team uh, is up there in the pantheon of, like, great uh, regular seasons. Uh, they outscored opponents by 334 runs, which is uh, the best run differential since integration. It's the fourth highest since... 1900 uh pretty much everywhere you slice it the dodgers are really good um their winning percentage was 685 that beats out the 1899 brooklyn superbas and the 1953 brooklyn dodgers both of which were 682 as the best winning percentage over a full season in dodgers history i say full season because the dodgers were 43 and 17 in the um, pandemic truncated 2020 season um that was at 717, but over a full season, this is the best the Dodgers have ever done. Um, find it really hard to fathom uh, 111 wins. Um, you don't see that too often, and I think it's something definitely to be appreciated. Um, th- they go into the postseason in a. It's it's weird because there are certain times this year where you don't think. It would have been possible for them to win 111 games. Like, they missed, uh, like, Walker Bueller uh, went down in June, ended up needing surgery to repair both flexor tendon and uh, Tommy John surgery. Um, so he's out this this year and probably all of next year, too. Um, so that was a huge bummer, and he was, you know, one, one of their trusted, like, playoff aces. He was a multiple-time Game 1 starter for them in recent years. Um got Cy Young votes last year. Um, just really good. Um, they were without Clayton Kershaw for two months uh, on different stints on the injured list. And that's a little of that is to be expected, but still like there, there were times when you're thinking, well, how are they going to sort of work around this? Tony Gonsolin having like a dream season. He ended up missing six weeks with a forearm strain. He is back now, although somewhat limited in that he's not stretched out, although he did look pretty good the other day. 
it seems like Gonsolin is going to start one of the NLDS games as, as long as he's healthy. Um, what the Dodgers are going to do over the next, you know, this coming weekend, I believe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the same days as the wild card series are going on. Um, they're going to have inter-squad games at Dodger Stadium. So you're basically getting the guys who are who need uh, the go-between uh, between their last regular season start and later in the NLDS when they might pitch. So your Tyler Andersons, your Tony Gonsolins, probably relievers getting some work in. You have Blake Trinan trying to work his way back from the injured list. Dustin May trying to work his way back from the injured list. Various hitters uh, trying to stay um, ready and all that sort of stuff. They're bringing up some minor leaguers uh, around to sort of fill out those games. So it should be interesting to see what sort of transpires over then over that. But if you if you sort of Dave Roberts has said if if Gonsolin's healthy, he's going to start in the NLDS. So you figure Tyler Anderson's a game three guy. They haven't named game one and game two yet, um, but they're in a pretty good spot. I think it's either going to be. I think it should be Julio Urias in Game One and Kershaw in Game Two. You could you can really argue either way. Like it wouldn't be the worst choice if Kershaw's Game One um, and Urias is Game Two. They haven't announced it yet. Dave Roberts is being a little bit cagey, talking about um, the way the series is set up. Uh, game One starter would go on Game Five on regular rest. There's really no other opportunity um, for. Under the old school uh, format, there'd be two off days in the series, so you can pitch one starter on short rest in game four and then have the game two starter on regular rest in game five. Can't do that this year. But what you can do, uh, which Roberts mentioned, is have your game two starter ready in relief in game five if you want him. So that's sort of like the main argument for um, not having Urias in game one, I think. However... I would argue that Urias has earned the right to remain a starter and that the Dodgers have a strong enough bullpen to not have to use him in relief and sort of mess him up. Uh, Not that it necessarily might mess him up, but I think sometimes they get too cute with that. And I think he's earned the right to start every game. And I just think if they do that, if they don't have him in game one, they're overthinking it. So I think he should start in game one. Um and Kershaw in game two, and then you just have Urias in game five. And, you know, it's okay to not pitch Kershaw in relief in that and just have him ready to go in the next series. You know, I guess the the best solution to all of this is just win before five games, I guess. But um, before we get to sort of how they're set up there, um, first on Wednesday, Clayton Kershaw looked really good. Um, He um, struck out nine in five innings. He allowed one run, a home run. Uh, left in a tie game, although um, in the bottom of the inning, the Dodgers took the lead. Um, so Kershaw, since his return uh, from the injured list, this is the second stint on the injured list with uh, lower back pain. Um, he is 5-0 and in seven starts. The Dodgers won six of those games. He has a 154 ERA with 49 strikeouts and eight walks in 41 innings. Now, if you remember... Three of those walks came in the very first inning in his first game back. A very rare uh, occurrence for Kershaw in New York there. Uh, Walked in a run that inning. But then since then, he's just been basically lights out. And it's really remarkable uh, given that, you know, where he's at now compared to where he was at last year. Last year he tried 
to make his way back to pitch in October, and then in his last regular season start, he sort of um, he didn't blow out his elbow, but he basically knew he couldn't pitch at that point, so his season was over. So it was a huge bummer for him compared to where he's at now, where he looks incredibly strong. Now, Dave Roberts post game on Wednesday was asked, I believe Jack Harris asked this of the LA Times um, about what did Roberts think how Kershaw is pitching now is basically possible given uh, how they felt when he got hurt on August 4th in San Francisco. This is Dave Roberts' answer, uh, which was shown on Sportsnet LA. I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's surprising considering the state we were in watching him come off the mound uh, in San Francisco. It didn't look good at all. And so to get him back was something that was only a hope at that point in time, and then to get him back and to, to pitch the way he has um, is icing on the cake. And so you, ever, you can't ever kind of underestimate him, but sometimes your body just doesn't respond. But uh, the training staff, the doctors, everyone, Clayton included, has done everything they can to get him back and consistent and pitching well. So um, really happy for him. So, yeah, I mean, Dodgers are well set up with – uh, either whether they go Urias or Kershaw game one or two, both are excellent. Uh, Urias has had a sub one ERA for uh, over two months at this point. He ended up ended up leading the league in ERA on the season. This is where the Dodgers are at if they set it up um, the way I think they're going to set it up. Urias game one starter, 216 ERA in 175 innings. Uh, Kershaw game two, 228 ERA in 126 and a third innings this year. Game three, probably Tyler Anderson, 257 ERA in 178 and two-thirds innings. Tyler Anderson led the Dodgers in innings this year. Didn't start the season in the rotation. Another remarkable season. Tony Gonsolin, a game four starter, possibly limited limited to like three or four innings. But him, he still had a 214 ERA in 130 and a third innings. So that is as formidable as it gets. Um, They are in a very good spot. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about what else uh, happened on Wednesday and then what to look forward uh, to this weekend with the wildcard series after the break. So the Dodgers have some pitching decisions to make. I I think we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum. Um, Blake Trinan and Dustin May are the two injured pitchers who are sort of the ones to watch. Um, Neither, I I think, have a spot locked up or anything, but perhaps Dustin May seems like he's the most likely of those two to be added, but it really just depends on how they feel this weekend. Um, game one is not till next Tuesday. The rosters don't need to be submitted till 10 a.m. on the day of game one, although they'll, they'll probably make the decision the day before, if not maybe even sooner. So they'll have an idea, but uh, they do have some options. Um, the, the position player side, Chris Taylor is the one sort of working his way back from injury. He had cortisone shot in his neck Monday. Uh, he seems to be doing okay, although he didn't play in the last five games of the season. Uh, I think as long as he feels fine, they were, he's probably going to be on the roster, even if he's not like ready to go full bore in like the first game or two, because I think they'll use him later in the series, if, if that. So, uh, But other than that, you know, we've talked about this before. Like I guess last position player spot is probably uh, some sort of a choice, uh, whether they stick with Miguel Vargas or Hanser Alberto. Who knows? But I will. The one thing the Dodgers did say uh, on Tuesday night, in sort of a Joey Gallo homered on Tuesday, 
so I think that was the thrust of the question, but it wasn't necessarily asked about his um, his roster status or anything, but it was just the way he was talked about, or maybe it was. But Dave Roberts just brought out, oh, yeah, he'll be on the playoff roster. Like, like it was matter of fact. So any – and I think just given the way he was used, I think he's – he started like 17 of the last 21 or 22 games against a righty um, this year. It's Even though he doesn't always go complete games, they pinch it for him at some point. He has a role, and it's to bash the occasional home run, draw the occasional walk, play some outfield. Um, obviously, he struck, struck out a lot, had a down year overall, but um, I think I don't think it's that – big of news that he's going to be on the playoff roster it's just i didn't expect dave roberts to come out and say it when they're usually cagey about that kind of stuff um we'll talk a little bit more about the roster sort of later on but on wednesday it was the end of the regular season so there's some sort of um i guess milestones both team wise and individually we talked about the what the team did the dodgers also led the national league they led the majors in uh runs scored and runs uh, fewest runs allowed it's the fifth year in a row they've done both of those in the national league and that's the they're the first team ever to do that the 1936 to 1939 yankees did so four years in a row but the dodgers are the first one to do it five they're really good um turns out but um freddie freeman was gunning for a batting title his 0 for 12 uh skid from sunday to tuesday hurt him because jeff mcneil passed him jeff mcneil sat out on the final day of the season and Freddie Freeman needed to go four for four. He almost did it. He uh, doubled, homered, and singled. Went three for four. Ended up hitting 325. Jeff McNeil hit 326. Uh, Freeman did get his hundredth RBI um, later in the game. Uh, Trey Turner hit a three-run homer to get his hundredth RBI. Uh, so that was a neat little thing. Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts tied atop the um, NL run scored leaderboard with uh, 117. Uh, Freddie Freeman led the majors in hits, 199, and doubles, 47. That is the uh, tied for the fourth most in a season in Dodgers history, the doubles total. Um, Freeman did lead the National League in on-base percentage at 407. First Dodger to lead in that category since Pedro Guerrero in 1985. Uh, we talked yesterday about Julio Urias, uh, ended up leading the league in ERA. And I think he should be the number one starter, even if they haven't announced it yet. But we'll, that's for another show, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, just a, a pretty special season. Um, obviously, they're, they want to win in October, but I think you can take the time out to appreciate how incredible uh, winning 111 games is because you're probably never going to see it again. Then again, when the Dodgers won 106 games in 2019, I wasn't sure you were going to see that again. And then they did it again in 2021. And then they won 111 this year. So who knows? Uh, who knows what to expect anymore? But, uh, yeah, just an incredible season. Have some days off here to unwind, uh, watch some stress-free baseball. Dodgers will play the uh, winner of Padres versus Mets. Uh, game one of the NLDS is next Tuesday. That's all for us today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you had a good season. <laughs>